Welcome back to the Delia Dad podcast here on episode number 49, Dad. We don't even need no introduction with that one. For all you 49er fans, as we are, all right, we are enjoying this. We're going to enjoy this episode of the Delia Dad podcast, episode 49, the 49er episode, I guess. We're going to spend all our time talking about the 49ers and only about the 49ers. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm pretty sure some of you already logged off. No, um, <laughs> today in this particular segment, we're going to dive even to um, the Monday night, right? It's a Monday night segment. Uh, we just want to throw the 49ers in there, you know? We're <laughs> diehard fans. Um, hey, the team of St. Francis, what, what, what can you say? You um, nonetheless, uh, by the way, that's, I think it's safe to say that's the team of John Paul too, because I know, I remember a story where Eddie DeBarlo, uh, super Catholic, um, there's a story that he was saying that he took some, I don't know if it was like some tickets or memorabilia of the Niners. He took it to the Vatican when he met John Paul II. And he blessed those particular items, and the year was 1981 when the <laughs> dynasty began. And that year they ended up winning the Super Bowl, so I'm pretty sure that they have a lot to do with St. John Paul II has a lot to do with that. Plus, he celebrated Mass at Candlestick, True. right, where the Niners True. played yes. and they won uh, all five Super Bowls, um, paving the way through Candlestick. Um, nonetheless, this is the 49er episode. Um, and I know you got a lot of things lined up that we're going to talk about today. Um, and so, let's get that going. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> I know, right? so much for that inside joke between my dad and I. Um, nonetheless, uh, we get to enjoy this particular episode. So, dad, episode 49. That's right. And of course, this one has to be um, a very special one. As we, as you have introduced it as the uh, Monday nights, and um, to my brother nights, uh, fraternal blessings, fraternal greetings, and I just wanted to kind of um, um, have the opportunity today to open up in a couple of things, and, and Beto already kind of did that introduction with uh, the, the 49ers here because of the 49th uh, episode or, or podcast. However, one of the things that this particular Monday that we're celebrating or should be celebrating is, you know, to be honest with you and transparent, today is Wednesday, August the 11th. Okay? The Feast of Saints, uh, St. Clair of St. Clair of Assisi and Santa Filomena. And what's so special about them too? Well, they were uh, young saints and Eucharistic saints. And actually, Santa Filomena has, has been praised by Pope Gregory the Sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken, and Saint John Marie Vianney, um, basically saying, "Ask anything of her, and it will be granted." Of course, um, through God's uh, grace. Um, and Saint Clara Sisi, we wanted to talk about. She was in my mind today as we were doing the last podcast. It's a very Eucharistic centered, um, but she's a very Eucharistic saint, uh, patron saint of television, where we watch the Niners. There you go. <laughs> so, nonetheless, um, today is is this feast day of St. Clara Sisi and St. Filomena, which, by the way, uh, invitation for you to follow um, at Be Not Afraid 7, which is the official Instagram account of Be Not Afraid Apparel. Launching go. it for the first time Woo-hoo. in the podcast. Episode 49, couldn't have it any other way, um, where we are dedicating all of the posts the different saints um, and when it can fall on their day we'll share a saint of that day um, but other than that it'll be in and out different type of saints different quotes um, getting ready to launch soon uh, the Be Not Afraid apparel which is coming out soon if you don't know what it is 
um, you're praying about it because we're gonna launch it soon. Yes. Uh, you, and so if you follow the Instagram account, you can have an idea of what, what all that's about. Um, we're still fairly young, um, nonetheless. It's a project of ours. It's a Ramirez Fine Arts project that we're working on uh, under the umbrella of Sketch 83 Arte and Dile uh, Dad and Be Not Afraid. So it's all in, it's all integrated in one way, shape, or form. Nonetheless, it's an invitation for you to follow them at us at uh, Be Not Afraid 7 on Instagram. But yes, their feast day, and we get to talk about the Knights, and we get to talk about Niners. So much going on, Dad. Yes, and, and, and of course, again, going back to say that uh, this is happening because of August 11th, but normally it, it, it's, it's geared and we're catching up. And yes. As a matter of fact, we can say that we have cut up with this particular podcast because this falls for the uh, Monday, August the 9th. And, yes. uh, Which is a big deal, by the way. Monday, August the 9th of 2021 happens to be that big deal because um, on this Monday, the 9th of August, 2021, we are in celebration of our 21st anniversary of the Dies of Laredo. And it's been already 21 years, and I've been saying that it's uh, the diocese is legal. Yeah. <laughs> the diocese is legal. It's legal, finally. Finally, because of the 21. But uh, it's an inside joke about uh, the growth of the diocese, and we saw it, you know, from its born. Uh, from being infant and I remember sharing this with Bishop and uh, he kind of kind of got a kick about it saying that you know it was a toddler back in the day you know he was a toddler and I was beginning to walk and, and then now he learned how to run and and uh, I was always assimilating the years that we were growing um, and, and it was a, a fun feel really uh, blessing to have initiated me myself, uh, as you know, Carlos and I being part of uh, the Dice of Laredo, uh, the Dice again, you know, was born on August the 9th, and I happened to be hired uh, as the uh, first administrative assistant to the bishop on November the 25th. So it's just a few, you know, days, a couple of weeks um, away from where it started. But I remember being, I believe, I want to say the third uh, employee that was hired, and uh, the diocese and uh, it, it, it was indeed and still is a blessing to be part of this local church of the Diocese of Laredo and um, I, I just want to say that for all those people that are still, still with us and, and continue to do God's work and work in the kingdom of God um, congratulations on, on, on this anniversary um, some of you have continued on and you're you know you're celebrating the 21 years uh, it's amazing and we thank you for your dedication on that and all those friends of mine out there that uh, at one point um, you know still are there when the dice and Laredo being employees and being part of this again uh, working into the kingdom of God I also remember all those that you know are no longer part you know physically working as an employee but somehow like I am we continue to contribute to the growth of this local church and um, we prayed about it, and you talked about, you know, Pope John Paul II, now a saint. Um, I, I just, I can't never stop thanking God for the opportunity that this one Pope looked into each one of us. He looked into Laredo, he looked into the entire um, 
territory of the Diocese of Laredo, which is all from, from La Prior to Eagle Pass down to Cotula. Uh, Crystal City, Carrizo Springs, uh, Asherton, Catarina, and Sinal. Um, we come down to Laredo, and we see also Heavenville and Zapata. And it, it, it's just a blessing to see all this, you know, areas. There's other little towns there uh, along the way, but uh, all these parishes and missions that have grown together for the, the past 21 years, you know, thank you all for continuing being part of this church. And I thank you for the opportunity that you have rendered to the people of God in, in, in whatever capacity you have been doing so. And I, I raise my prayers of thanksgiving to you gratefulness and of course we remember all those who have gone before us because there's been a lot of people that have actually you know benefit from um, being part of this ministry in whatever capacity they were and then they were called by God under the dice of Laredo so to all those who again have gone before us and I'm thinking about my wife I'm thinking about Raquel because she had contributed a lot um, at a parish level, but also as a diocesan level. And and I praise God for the love and commitment she had for the music minister within the liturgies. There were a lot of liturgies that she participated in. And um, uh, I think that the biggest one um, was when the crisis of the Catholic Church we were facing with and, and, and the prayer that was asked from all, every single bishop to offer themselves uh, a special day of prayer and, and be present in the cathedrals and, and to ask God for forgiveness. I remember that um, Bishop DeMario had asked, you know, Raquel, my wife, um, to accompany him with songs. And, you know, your mom was there uh, at the cathedral and, and she sang songs and coordinated things and it was a very beautiful and profound meditation for to ask forgiveness to God after everything that was going on. And I think that uh, that was one of the personal highlights that uh, I know she was very touched and moved and honored to have participated on that. And I remember that uh, people that were present at the cathedral, they shared with your mom, Raquel, that her singing was so profound and that they themselves would feel exactly what the the music or must be in the uh, actually the, the the song was conveying because of the, the message that it had. There was a spirit that took over, you know, the entire. And I, I was working and I had to come back and, and you know going back and forth, but I was able to also uh, understand them because of what was transpired. And I think that that was one of the most uh, beautiful highlights, uh, personal given of your mom to, to the diocese as she participated very personally, directly, you know, with Bishop in prayer to ask forgiveness for what was going on in the Catholic Church. So everything that has uh, happened throughout the Diocese of Laredo, uh, we all have our blessings and we all have our situations where we wish it would be better. But nevertheless, um, on this 21st anniversary, congratulations to all and make sure that now let's continue to take care of what we have and let's move forward let's make this grow because now after this pandemic it has really waken us up and i think that it is time okay it is time for us to move forward 
So on that note, uh, I just wanted to congratulate everybody, thank everybody, and uh, what a blessing it has been. Yeah. Um, you know, ups and downs doesn't matter. It's part of uh, life itself, and uh, we just want to move forward. And um, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Bishop is continuing with his prayers as all our priests, you know, all the new priests have grown and have become uh, priests themselves and not too long ago, as a matter of fact, this past weekend. Um, we have Father Allen now. Um, the, the, it just continues to grow and, and we need to take care of what we have, yeah. you know, and who we have, what we have and who. So on that note, I just wanted to make sure to kind of uh, get a little uh, shout out to our diocese as we continue but Beto I wanted for you to to help me with um, being the month of Father McGivney per se and there's two major reasons and we'll, we'll share that in a few minutes but being able to um, share what has happened with the Knights of Columbus um, on a supreme level I know that uh, there's a word about the um, creative courage yep. that comes from um, our Worthy Supreme Knight, um, Patrick Kelly. And I know that you were able to, to look a little bit more into it. And, and as we were talking about it and sharing, I, I want for you to kind of um, share that, please. Yeah, so um, our Supreme Knight, Patrick Kelly, goes into depth, into ex exploring and discovering and sharing this creative courage, finding different ways, different variations to be able to simply cater to the people, especially, especially during this time of pandemic. And he wanted to take advantage of this opportunity to address um, the order virtually um, to be able to give his um, his what they call the first annual report um, as he asked all of the knights to model that of St. Joseph and Blessed Father McGivney and that is one of the things that he really harped on in this creative courage approach and I think it's really that's creative very yeah. creative courage like think about it like there's there's creativity exists every day and continues to blossom at every given moment and it just continues to create um as fellow knight aka brother also um sketch aka <laughs> he says artists create right that's his famous phrase artists create well we are all in some way shape or form artists in the sense that we have the capacity to create why because we were also made in the image like god this capacity to create. And so Patrick Kelly goes into to this idea, this mindset that we have to give ourselves completely to uh, Our Lady, has to be devoted to our Blessed Mother. Um, and in doing so, we have to find this creative courage. And um, I wanna actually share with you a couple of quotes here that he just boldly proclaimed that I, th I thought it was really, really fascinating. And here's just a couple of insights as to what he said. Um, he opens up, he says, um, on, the, on every front end of the pandemic is an invitation to action. So charity is the highest is the highest calling, and it demands it demands our renewed focus. Where there's pain, let us heal. Where there's grief, let us comfort. Where there is need, let us meet it in new and creative ways. Our growth depends on empowering men to be the husbands and fathers that God wants us to be. It is harder than ever, and for that reason, we must push forward as never before. It will require creative courage to emulate St. Joseph and Blessed Father McGivney. This is going to be the tall task of the Knights moving forward with their families, with the parish life, with the order, to be able to counterattack the things that are going on to today's society because right now it's 
everything's being attacked everything is being um really uh taken out of its root out, out of its original purpose as he continues the remarks he says and i love this he says saint joseph is the guardian of the family as well as the guardian of truth which i find very fascinating he also said that the knights also must be guardians of the family against a hostile culture and must defend the truth during a time in which they quote key truths about life marriage the nature of the family and the meaning of freedom are increasingly increasingly denied and even vilified and so we're called to take action to become another joseph to become another father mcgivney so that we may be able to and cultivate this creative courage to address all the necessities of the church in this present moment and that of the world to be able to simply mend the needs of all those who need it to take care of all the wounds to heal all the wounds that are in place and i love that he has that style of saint francis of assisi in him you know to approach this in such a way that is completely a gift of self as saint john paul ii would boldly proclaim um and in doing so uh he is, he says that that by evaluating elevating our founder the lord has called us to greater depths of courage and faith and greater heights of charity unity and fraternity in the beatification of blessed michael mcgivney the lord has not only confirmed where the knights have been in the past he is showing us where we must go in the future and so this bold statement this bold approach this bold introduction into his annual report calls on knights to simply break into the breach right step to the breach like they they famously famously say uh with their new series and to take on this task uh so that in unity fraternity and charity they may grow together as brothers and they may be able to take on the challenges that life may bring doing so by emulating saint joseph and blessed michael mcgivney and and indeed one of the things that uh, you know in our culture when we say courage the courage in spanish that is here focused on is valentia and in our culture to be valiente to be brave it takes that determination to do the right thing and this courage that is being uh, proposed to us i have to remind all of us if you're confirmed if you're baptized it's been a gift to you by god you have it now discover it and once upon discovering it that we have it we acknowledge it then use it yeah 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 <laughs> and i think as a brother knight um you you should know better okay i'm telling you how it is okay so in knowing it better then that means that you have accepted it to a point to where now you're going to actually be creative in using this that god has given you so this gift of creation comes really from the love of god that he has for us and we need to return to uh i think that um you know uh, our worthy supreme knight has really um brought forth a, a very important beauty into what we ought to do yeah and here's the thing that, that also just like we mentioned in in times past when we found out that he was going he was going to step in as a supreme, supreme knight like he just fell into this perfect scenario almost one of the best scenarios that he can step into amid the pandemic right meaning why because when he came in you know we're still in that year of 
beatification of Blessed Father McGivney. We are in the year of St. Joseph. Correct. We are just kind of on fire right now when it comes to... And then it's geared towards men. And the Knights is who we are, and we're as men. Right. Where we're called to, de- to to defend and to protect and to uh, live out this faith and be the man that God created us to be. And so I just find it really fitting that he has all the tools at this point. He has everything he needs to be able to cultivate a a change in the in the order. A um, more it's more than a modification. It's more than a supplement. Rather, it is a um, a characteristic of the knights, a, a new embrace of who they are, who they truly are, um, to go out and really emulate these two gentlemen. That really is the reason why we we, we exist as an order. Um, because Father McGivney, there's no doubt in my mind that he loved Our Lady and he loved Good St. Joseph. And because of that vision, because of that love, was able to enhance that vision that he had that we called his blessed vision, right? And so I think that it's just a really ideal scenario, one of the best scenarios to ever step into. And so he, Supreme Knight Kelly is really using everything that he has to his disposal and in his arsenal and really getting out and making sure that the Knights are able to understand what his message is, how strong his message is, and how urgent it is, so that they can understand the um, the importance of what they need to do and do now. So, as Brother Knights, we are called um, to action once again. But Beto, um, how can we help other bro- Brother Knights through this podcast of Delia Dad to this Monday night? Um, where can they look into the message of uh, our Supreme Knight um, and, and get some more information. So this, you can read the entire statement um, made by our uh, where they say Supreme Knight, uh, Patrick Kelly. Um, it's on their, on the website kofc.org. That is kofc.org. And it literally, it's the front page as you log in. Um, and so there's several different things. They actually have a whole page dedicated to all the different uh, events that took place from the opening mass, from the actual report, and since they did it virtually, you have actually access to the entire video. Um, you have the business session that took place, uh, the awards, which we're going to get to in a bit, um, the memorial mass that takes place annually, and as well as the novena uh, beginning August 4th, well, to the 12th, uh, where they did a novena to Blessed Michael McGinney, of course, quoting about a novena. Yes, you want to start at a particular date, you can start it whenever. So yes. you can start one today if you wanted to. Um, and so you can find that in the Knights of Columbus website, uh, kofc.org. And if you want to know a bit more as to what the Knights are about, as to what characteristics it takes, as to what it's going to take from you as a man, um, I highly recommend to look at to their series called Into the Breach, where you can find that at kofc.org slash into the breach, where... Ah, there's like a 12-part series of just intense um, fueling of the character of a man. Uh, so, gentlemen, I really encourage you to look into those things. And the Knights of Columbus did a really good job producing this series called Into the Breach. Um, that, like I said, it's one of the best things that I've ever seen the Knights produce. Um, and they're only they're only getting better. I, I have to acknowledge that they're only getting better when it comes to uh, the content that they, can, they, they put out. Because... Like I said, in this new day and age with technology and (laughs) what a year it's been for technology, um, these things are becoming more and more vital 
in the recruitment and the uh, evangelization. And so that is going to be a place that I want to take you guys um, and invite you to to watch uh, Into the Breach, this super awesome cool series that the Knights put out. And you can find it on the website, again, kofc.org. Or if you have a subscription to Reformed, um, you, can, you can have access to that as well. But once again, uh, Into the Breach, just to give you some titles, talks about masculinity, brotherhood, leadership, fatherhood, family, uh, life, prayer, suffering, and the sacramental life. And so all of these are different topics that come out in Into the Breach, which again, I invite you to watch. Thank you. Thank you. And yes, um, um, I allowed you to go ahead and, 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 and look into that because I had seen it and I was very, my heart was very fulfilled because it was so, and you said it best, um, it's all how God um, gives things to us and the right time, the right place, you know, he's, he's perfect on that. So um, you also mentioned about um, some awards and that happened during the uh, 2021 Supreme Convention, especially for Texas. Woo! Okay. Texas. And I know that uh, there, there, were, there were five awards that um, pretty much were uh, recognized. And I um, uh, would like to just, you know, highlight each one and just say a little bit about, you know, um, this reward, this recognition, this accomplishment, um, this that the Texas Knights have been able to do. Definitely. And so there's, again, a lot of awards that took place, a good five of them, that, man, it was just one of the really awesome to see that Texas shows up on a national stage, on an international stage, rather, right. um, to be able to come out and uh, prove to themselves that they are doing the work of Father McGivney. And so, um, once again, this comes, now this comes from the Texas State Council as they were able to put it out, uh, put out this information following the 2021 Supreme Convention. And so Texas was well represented at the 2021 Supreme Convention Awards Session. And Texas earned the following awards. So, it's like I told my, like to tell my kiddos, drum roll please. I wish we had a drum, we have a drum roll, but we'll do it here. All right, here we go. <laughs> so, um, the first award is the Circle of Honor Pinnacle Award. That is with 112.98% of recruiting goal. And what an accomplishment this is. You know, uh, Texas had pretty much been very consistent on this. We had a little bit of a fall off, but I congratulate uh, our worthy state deputy, Alfredo Vela, for keeping that focused and, and keeping that drive, keeping that courage and being creative about it. Yeah. Um, be not afraid. You know, first of all, our theme for for um, uh, for our years for, with him. And then, of course, the famous, um, you know, back to the basics, no excuses. Yeah, right? definitely. And um, his his vision on it, um, I think that God has rewarded him together with all the Brother Knights who have supported um, our Texas Knights, who have supported our, our worthy State Deputy Alfredo. So congratulations, Alfredo, our, our worthy State Deputy. Uh, on, on this great accomplishment and um, thank you for believing in, in who we are here in Texas and for leading the way. 
absolutely, definitely. So, um, the second award that we have is the New Council Development Award with Texas. Eight new councils as the crowd goes crazy. Oh yes, um, eight new councils, you guys, and that's 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 really awesome to be able to um, have because it's difficult now, even throughout pandemic year. You know, it was really difficult, and yet they still find a way to create eight new. And I, and I think that part of the uh, success and part of the blessing that we had was pretty much. Um, uh, I can say this because at one point I was part of it in a sense on an official capacity because I was part of the um, state council growth mm -hmm. and our worthy um, state council growth director, Javier, excuse me, Carlos Javier. Javier. Okay. Um, he was in our podcast. Yeah, he was. When we, we had the actual state convention absolutely okay and he is our leader of that particular area that is responsible for the new council development and i know that you know there was a change of guard um with brother louis that came in and helped us out and everybody as a team worked together to help each other out and, and again I, i was blessed that i was part of that And, and of course, you know, it's no longer that the case for me because I had submitted my, my resignation back on the 23rd of June. But I still continue with my daily prayers and I still continue with trying to do my part with no titles, but being able to be there for the Brother Knights, like we're doing it right now. Yeah. But it, it's a great accomplishment, as you said, amid the pandemic and amidst all these different things that are going on, you know, eight new councils it is... is ah. It's awesome. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. So congratulations, you know, to all for making this possible. Definitely. Shout out to Carlos Javier. Carlos Javier, yes. Um, and by the way, if you want to take a listen to that podcast, it's after the podcast number 34. Um, so if you go to our Instagram, it's after the podcast number 34, after a father's advice, which is really powerful, by the way. Go listen to it. Yeah. Uh, afterwards, you'll see a special segment, the Knights of Columbus State Convention, um, Texas State Convention, uh, special guest, Carlos X. Martinez. Right. That's so cool. And because it's it's not a podcast that, that we normally have for Delia Dad, it was a very special segment yes. that we were there because we actually, you know, we recorded that there live. <laughs> live you know. on the uh, and on the site, live on site. So you want to take a listen to that interview. It's really fruitful. And honestly, just go back and listen to it and you'll see um, everything that he says within the podcast, everything that we share, this is being fulfilled. Yes. You know, so really shout out to everybody who worked hard on bringing in the eight new councils. Awesome. So the third uh, award that Texas was able to get, and this one, uh, I don't want to say it comes to no surprise, but it's one of those things where I'm not surprised anymore. Um, <laughs> Runner-up general agent, the Tony Rangel Agency was recognized as the runner-up agency in the entire order, you guys. What an accomplishment that is. Like I said, it's kind of hard to be surprised because these guys are in and out constantly trying to be the best they can be and bringing out the best of themselves and the best of others to facilitate to the families that they serve and to the order that we serve. Um, so shout out to the Tony Rangel agency. It's close to home. Um, it's family. It's, it's family, family. You know, it's, it's family. family. And shout out to to Cindy as well for all yes. her support because yes. I know she does Definitely. a lot of a lot of behind the scenes and she's you know always uh i just never forget just the the cariño the the love and that she has for mom 
And so we uh, send our best and our greetings from here, the podcast, in the room that mom and dad, you know, just we're, we're always in. And it's one of those things where we, we just send our best and our love and our congratulations for being runner-up in the entire order. The best thing about this, there's only one spot to move, and that's one more step up, and then boom, there it is. And, and, and he has done it before. He's done right? it before, yeah, yeah. So, so right now he's sharing the wealth. Exactly. Okay? So yeah, congratulations, yeah. brother Tony. Yeah, absolutely. So huge congratulations, and we are excited, and we cannot wait to see what this coming year will bring in. I can't wait to see what they can do outside of pandemic, you know, as we yeah. start to open things up and be more uh, comfortable out in the open. So huge congratulations again. The fourth Texas Supreme, the fourth Texas award from the Supreme Convention is the top field agent Joseph Garlin of the Garlin Agency was recognized as the top field agent in the entire order. You guys, what an accomplishment that is for Joseph Garlin. And he's the one responsible for the dyes of Laredo. Hey. Okay, he's the one that overlooks, you know, all of us. He's the one that is helping us out continue. And taking care of all our families, our brother knights, with uh, the, the the benefits of the order. Absolutely, it's a huge shout out. I mean, that is uh, to do it in region wide. That's something. To do it statewide. That's special. But to do it entirely in order order wide, that's a blessing. I think he has to do with Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, there's no doubt. Saint Joseph pulling strings here and there. You know. Yeah. That's just the way it is. <laughs> that is awesome. And so once again, a huge congratulations to Joseph Catalina here on the, in the year of St. Joseph as he is the recognized top field agent for the entire order. The last one, Assembly 3004 out of Frisco, Texas, Ooh. was recognized with the top with the to be a patron award. Awesome. So shout out to Assembly 3004 for all that you do that was accomplished with the To Be a Patriot Award. Yeah. It's wonderful because, you know, there we have gone to, through some changes within the fourth degree. And to be able to continue with this drive and and having all these challenges that, you know, the order had faced. And, and yet here we see an example of this wonderful assembly of our Sir Knights to continue fostering and caring for this beautiful blessed order of the Knights of Columbus. Absolutely. Thank you. Congratulations there. So huge shout out to all the awards that taken place. Um, there were some other honorable mentions, but we're going to invite you to actually go into the website and, and really take a look for yourself and please dive into uh, what or how Texas was recognized in the order. And so, Como dicen, hay pictures. And there's pictures, absolutely. There's pictures. You'll see them, you know. You'll you'll start seeing with our uh, Worthy State Deputy, Alfredo Vela. And you continue, you'll see Brother uh, Tony, okay, and Brother Joseph. And it, it gives you more information about that. So make sure you, you log in and, and you be part of that. And, you know, that's a way to recognize this at a supreme level that what Texas has been done. But nevertheless, it, it's something it's fantastic. Uh, on the local front, okay, here in the Dice of Laredo, um, I have to share with you that this coming Saturday, August the 14th, 2021, uh, at 10 in the morning, we will be hosting um, the organizational uh, diocesan meeting. Mm -hmm. And that's the one where uh, all the councils come together and um, 
they are presented as to what's going to happen with this year. And um, it's going to be happening over at Sacred Heart Children's Home here in Laredo, Texas. And um, I know for a fact that uh, our worthy state deputy, Alfredo Vela, will be here to conduct that meeting. So we're going to be honored by having the state deputy here in Laredo. And uh, within our uh, diocesan meeting, um, which opens up uh, you know, the fraternal year. Um, also, it's my understanding that His Excellency Bishop DeMaio will be participating as well in that meeting. So, Brother Knights, you know, all those who are district deputies, who uh, even our parish priests have been invited, um, our Grand Knights, our financial secretaries, our uh, council officers, and any leader uh, within the Knights of Columbus are invited to come over. Of course, we're going to be having the social distance. Uh, we're asking to bring in your your face mask and uh, we will have a, enough enough space where we're going to be at over at the uh, children's uh, Sacred Heart Children's Home uh, once again on Saturday, August the 14th. And uh, it's from, from 10, I believe, to 1. But nevertheless, uh, that day happens to be of great importance because it is the anniversary when Father McGivney was called to heaven on August the 14th. And as a matter of fact, um, it's going to be already 131 years of his death. Wow. And on that particular day that we're holding, we're holding this diocesan organizational meeting, uh, this will take place. So we'll have a very special meeting, especially for our, our, our blessed uh, Father McGivney. Uh, just a shout out also to him because tomorrow, tomorrow being uh, August the 12th, um, it's his birthday. Okay? It's his birthday. So a, we, we remember that 169 years ago, Father McGivney was born you know, to this world. And what he has done has been a tremendous blessing um, that we all have enjoyed some way, somehow. So those are the highlights, you know, when it comes to the diocesan here at Home in the Frontline. And to all the Brother Knights and councils, even if you uh, are listening to this and say, well, but my council is dormant, still go. Okay, still go. Still yeah. go. Uh, and, and believe me, it's going to be worthwhile because um, this gathering of our Brother Knights is going to be very unique and very powerful. Very with a creative courage yeah. into it. Yeah, and that's an invitation to all of you guys because, again, like I said, the Knights need you to be the man that you're called to be. And God needs you to be the guy that you're, you're the man you were created to be. And so St. Joseph is counting on you this year to make sure you get things done, make things happen. And sure enough, like you saw, like you heard uh, the awards be mentioned with for the state of Texas. Texas has been working hard on this uh, bounce back year to just make sure that they can get back to where they're at, that, that they know where they can be. And sure enough, I think every single night in Texas recognizes that, that there's a lot more room for improvement. There's always work to be done. There's always someone to take care of. There's always someone in need. And like, you know, our, our Supreme Knight, uh, Patrick Kelly said, when it comes to uh, echoing that style of, of St. Francis of Assisi, that there's always things to take care of. Um, and there's always healing that needs to be done. And so with that being said, um, we have to just take advantage of the present moment to be able to facilitate and to cater to what is going on in the world today. In the midst of fear, in the midst of anxiety, in the midst of doubt, we have to have that creative courage to be able to get out and be bold in the faith so that, so that people can recognize Christ in us, so that people can see 
in Joseph in us so that people can see Blessed Father McGivney in us. And it starts by, I'm, you know, between, I'll do it, and then of course I'm going to ask you better to do it as well. But I personally invite you, if you're not yet a member of the Knights of Columbus, uh, I'm inviting you to be part of this. Be able to step it up, you know. Um, give us an opportunity. Give yourself an opportunity. And I'm going to start by, you know, tossing the name out because today is his birthday. Uh, so, uh, birthday blessings to Servando Serna, who happens to be the Cigarroa Middle School Band Director. Woo! Okay. I, I was able to see him today. I was able to congratulate him during lunch because I ran into him. And um, I prayed for him this morning because of the birthday prayer. But at the same time, you know, Servando, um, I'm giving you a challenge now, okay? That part of this crazy year for, for our school system and, and for everything that you do as a band director for Cigarroa Middle, uh, um, add something into it, you know, uh, look into the possibility of becoming a, a Brother Knight. And at the same time, Beto, share with those who will be interested in becoming Brother Knights how to do that. Absolutely. So you got to make sure that one, uh, the Knights are for it's it's for for guys. First of all, uh, 18 years older, good standing with the Catholic Church, and have a heart willing to serve. Um, and again, you can do it online for free, and or you can go ahead and visit one of the websites kofc.org or tkofc.org, and it'll take you to the place that you need to do to sign up and register. Unless you want to reach out to us, email us at dileadad at gmail.com you can do that as well so that we may be able to help facilitate that transition in, into the order for you so ah, don't be afraid don't know. be afraid you know there's, there's a lot of things that, that we have going for us this year like I said like with everything you, that we've talked about you know this is an exciting year this, the year is still going we're, we're early entering the second half so the game there's a lot of game to play still you know nonetheless this is a big invitation for you to consider be a knight and for those of you who are already knights yo let's find a way to step it up let's find a way to be better let's find a way to emulate saint joseph and emulate uh, father mcgivney so that we can become the knights that we were created to be that's right and in closing um stepping outside yeah stepping outside um, the realm of of the time that we have um i just want to share with you that i am so moved i am so honored i am so touched by the opportunities that were given to me this past two days. Um, as a matter of fact, all three days, but especially the past two days, Monday and Tuesday. On Monday, I was given the opportunity to present within a staff development within Laredo ISD to the Department of Transportation. And I was able to meet with all the um, actual bus drivers and, and, and bus monitors that compose the Department of Transportation together with their, um, the staff, the support staff that they have in their offices. And, and it, they gave me an opportunity to uh, address them uh, as part of a, as a presentation of staff development for them. And I, I came in to do this for the very first time. And there were, you know, 100 plus um, employees in that department. And I was given the privilege to such an honor to where I was able to, to visit with them and do my presentation for the first time. I was nervous, you know, but the heart of these people is, is so unique and is so special. Um, so we talked about different things and, and, and 
especially the responsibilities and, and the role they play with our students and they take care of them. And I shared with them too um, the experience that we went through mm-hmm. uh, because all of you at one point, you got in a bus to travel to, to a game, you know, you were part of that. So I, I, miss I, those. I, huh? I miss those. Yeah. So I, I, I shared with them my gratitude as a dad. Uh, as a parent uh, for everything they, they've done for all our students, especially uh, personally for for the tribe, you know, and the success stories. And I told a special story that, you know, that took place and, and it was so rewarding. So uh, a shout out to all the um, to all the people in LISD Department of Transportation. Yeah. And then I would also uh, I came back to probably um, I can't remember anymore how many how many years I've been doing this, but uh, I have been addressing also another department within LISD, and that is the the famous group from the Child Nutrition Program, and um, all 360 plus uh, people that were there, uh, I was able to to convey another presentation. Uh, we're talking about teamwork and, and, and how the beauty of that comes together. And I wanted to use something that would identify them so much better. And so I used the theme of un caldito, un caldito de pollo. So we had a lot of fun. And uh, I had already asked yeah, you, Beto, and Enrique to come and support me and kind of honor your mom because the last time that your mom was there, he happened to be in the cafeteria of Martin High School. And up and behold, we were there once again. And when you guys came in to share your talent, because that's one of the things I was asking them to do, part of the teamwork, to share their talents. Um, man, do they sing. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. It was hear. awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and the way they, they responded and, and, and the joy that was felt, you know, within that cafeteria, it, it was amazing. And, and I just want to do a shout out to all of them as well, because we have already developed a certain you know, uh, friendship, a, a certain bonding, and, and and it's something that, um, uh, it, you know, the corazón, yeah. you know, pure heart, uh, being able to, to share this and, and being able to receive the love that they're also willing to give. And the, the way they they do that on, on taking care and urging our kids day in and day out, together with the staff, you know, yeah. in each campus. So um, I know that um, uh, I want to be grateful, you know, to Robert Cuellar, who is the director of the entire program there, the entire department, and all of his support staff that does amazingly in trying to organize all this 360 plus, you know, employees. It's amazing, just totally amazing. But um, my blessings to them because the friendship continues to grow and uh, we're happy with one another. And I just wanted to share, do a little shout out to LISD on what I was able to do this past few days because it was part of that creative courage. On how I'm doing it as a person, you know, as a as a as an employee uh, of Laredo ISD, more in particular within my department, which is the Parent and Family Engagement Department. As I reach out to families, I also reach out to our departments, and we become you know great partners, and we're helping um, do our very best for all of our families, uh, not just the students, but the families itself. So just a little shout out on that. No, I, it was awesome. I mean, to be able to be part of that and just to witness their singing. I mean, ah, that's so good. And we had a chance to listen to listen to a video and to see a video that someone took. Um, and it was just so fascinating to just que se prestan mucho. Yes. Más que lo que ya 
lo hacen you know, sí. because of their, of their daily ¿Y qué canción fue? Uh, un rinconcito en el cielo by Ooh. Ramón Ayala and uh, we did so my Ricky and I we did uh, three songs we did the first one which I thought was very appropriate it is you know because of what they do with the child nutrition program I said you know you know, uh, Ricky had actually a line but he didn't say it I'm like Ricky you should have said the line and the line was you know what you should add to your menus a little bit of chicken fry you know and we, would, <laughs> and we talked and we, would, we talked about it so nonetheless we did the song everybody got the gist and I love that they were just trying to clap away it was really really nice um, and then also we ended up moving to one of our famous songs that we always do um, which was called In My Arms Instead by the Randy Rogers Band and we did that cover for them because one I think a lot of majority of them know it you know um, who doesn't know Randy Rogers here in, especially in Texas um, that to the awards um, so <laughs> it was really awesome to, to be able to provide um, music and to provide that enthusiasm for them because it, it's just it, it's a small way to say thank you for all that they do because like I said maybe we don't don't look to the behind the scenes as to what they do and everything the sacrifices like you were mentioning in your talk that they have to go through day in and day out just to provide for these kids to feed these kids so they're they're feeding the hungry yeah definitely you know? so definitely you know doing works of mercy in the midst of the workplace with LISD and finally uh, <laughs> when we sang that last song um, just to hear everybody sing you know and I I, adrede, I just you know got away from the mic so I could hear them sing and sure enough they delivered and what a voice do they have oh definitely so and then we saw that we have that recorded so it's a, a beautiful blessing to remember now but at the same time I share this because guess what Beto Ricky and myself three per the nights yeah. with creative courage and that's the way we've been able to deliver um, all these amazing things that God has in store and at the end of the day God in his goodness provides and all we're doing is being able to be creative with our courage, with our talents, to be able to provide for God's people and to continue to build the kingdom of heaven. So, with that being said, on this 49th episode of this 49er episode on Monday night, we thank you so much for watching. Find your creative courage. <laughs>